So this is the elephant in the room, mm-hmm. right? Um, we're not comfortable with our ex. Uh, there's hard feelings. There's hurt. And so I have no to trust. state, yeah, I don't trust this individual or mm-hmm. this individual hurt me. I have to say that. And then when I say that, then I have to say, but how do I work around that for mm-hmm. the good of our child? Okay. Yeah. And so naming it and then knowing how it is impacting the parenting process, mm-hmm. because now that becomes the defined object that we got to yeah. do some problem solving on. Rock Solid Families wants to thank Maxwell Construction for sponsoring the Rock Solid Families podcast. For over 30 years, Maxwell Construction has been a leader in turning dreams into realities, building schools, banks, restaurants, and many other commercial and public facilities. Maxwell Construction has made it their priority to not just build buildings, but to build into their community. So if you have any construction needs, call them at 812-537-2200. Welcome to the Rock Solid Families podcast. I'm Linda Hutchinson, the executive director of Rock Solid Families, and I'm here with my husband, who looks like you're ready for some sun. I need some sun. <laughs> you're solar powered, aren't my you? My solar batteries are <laughs> way down. Yes. If you um, have been listening to our show, I left town. Yeah, you still have a little bit of glow to you. Yeah. Well, if you're just listening and not watching, but uh, you're ready. You're ready to do some I'm remote, overdue. Some ro- remote work south. But We're going to have to figure that out, too. We'll have to record that week. <gasps> yeah. Maybe I'll have to be out in the sun while we <laughs> oh, record. that would be a that shame. That would be terrible. So, but no, we're glad that you're here, and we have an important show for you today, a one that unfortunately is a really relevant topic to so many people and so many families and homes today, and that is the whole idea of the must-dos, the essentials of effective co-parenting, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. How about before that, let's thank our sponsors. Mm. Let's thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions. Let's thank Maxwell Construction, and let's thank our new sponsor, the Ice House. Who's your Ice House, I should say? Who's your Ice House, which is a very awesome, cool restaurant down in Lawrenceburg, Mm -hmm. Indiana. Um, Really, I'd say a comfortable casual place there is a bar off in one area but there's family eating Mm -hmm. and everything in another area and so they are coming along here in 2024 to be one of our sponsors so we want to thank the Hoosier Ice House I can't wait till the weather gets warmer because one of our favorite things is to go out and have dinner out there in their outside area so anyway so we we welcome the Hoosier Ice House to uh, the Rock Solid Families podcast and thank you for their support and all of our sponsors support. But really, hun, let's talk a little bit about this co-parenting situation because in a perfect world, we wouldn't even have to be talking about this. Yeah. And so, uh, man, we deal with it all the time. All mm-hmm. uh, right. Uh, we we're in our office, in the court systems, mm-hmm. you know, we have these situations where we have uh, divorced parents, separated parents, and they have to somehow get through their their challenge of liking each other, mm. but still parent a child together. It's hard mm-hmm. enough to parent a child, even with two parents that, Absolutely. that halfway get along, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, when you have this this emotional separation, mm-hmm. um, it's really super hard. So yeah. we, we're going to talk about the seven must-dos of yeah. co-parenting. Perfect. And these are things that 
uh, we'd ask you to get out a pen and paper. If you yes. if you or somebody you know are in the midst of trying to do this, mm-hmm. then pay attention. Uh, by the way, none of this is easy, so you just get that one off of your, your mind, right? Yeah. These are challenging things based off mm. the situation you're in, but they are doable. Yeah, and, and you know, we kind of feel like we are in the trenches with you because we've been married 36 and a half years. We have two biological sons, but we kind of have this co-parenting thing because our youngest three are from the foster care system, and they have biological parents who are still alive, and they were 11, 10, and 7 when they came into our home. So we had to navigate this world of a lot of different families weighing in a lot of different voices in their mm-hmm. in their lives. And how do we do that? Well, how do we do that effective in a way that honors God, but also is is healthy for our kids and everyone else involved? Yeah. OK, so, so we're kind of in this the same way. Number one, let's start rolling. Yeah. OK. Uh, the very first thing is you really have to understand what your personal attitudes are mm. towards each other. Uh, you, you know what they are, but <laughs> did you say them and did you say how they're actually impacting the parenting thing? Mm. So this is the elephant in the room, mm. right? Um, we're not comfortable with our ex. Uh, there's hard feelings. There's hurt. And so I have no to trust. state, yeah, I don't trust this individual or mm-hmm. this individual hurt me. I have to say that. And then when I say that, then I have to say, but how do I work around that for mm-hmm. the good of our child? Okay. Yeah. And so naming it and then knowing how it is impacting the parenting process, mm. because now that becomes the defined object that we got to yeah. do some problem solving on. And what I don't hear you say is, hon, that you just kind of shout it out and yell at them and tell them, I don't trust you. You betrayed me. I don't think you're saying that. You're saying recognize the Mm -hmm. inside turmoil you're having with betrayal or breaking of trust or, you know, just feeling jealous or whatever and, and recognize that and put some healthy boundaries around it. Right. So that it doesn't impact your parenting decisions and your relationship with your child when it comes to working together in the co-parenting room. And by the way, this isn't just with divorcing parents. This is also with foster families, guardians, grandparents. Maybe you have struggled with addiction and so your mother is raising your child and you're trying to work together with them. Like this is really the gamut of co-parenting regardless of who is in authority with your child. Honestly, whoever has an authoritative position. Yes. We would even, right, we would even like to extend this out to coaches and teachers. Mm, And that's why if you are, if your child's in a classroom with a teacher or a team Mm. coach, that does things way different than you do, you can see the conflict, right, Mm -hmm. that happens. And so we want all of these people who are involved in the authoritative positions to be on the same page with you. Such a good point. And when our children came into our, our youngest three came into our home, we reached out to the school counselors, their teachers, their coaches, and said, we need you on our team. We're struggling in this area or the child is struggling with this. And so how can we work together? And we really didn't like make it a power struggle. We made it a team effort. Yeah, it's not personal at that time. Yes, it was a huge win. It's not against me, right? It's it's, it's for us. Yeah. Okay, so once... Once we define that and we work through that, which, by the way, that's that's <laughs> not just like typically uh, one and done. It, you have to constantly come in. Oh, mm-hmm. we have to meet today. We have mm-hmm. to. I have to get my head right for this, yeah. right? But once we do that, th- this number two, you have heard this on our show many times. Mm-hmm. But these things here have to take place in all homes when we're raising kids. 
They are define the common parenting plan, mm-hmm. okay? And in other words, what do you want for your kid when they're 21 years yeah. old and they're walking around as an adult? That's how I go about thinking about the common parenting plan. Mm-hmm. If you want this kid to be respectful and hardworking <laughs> and a contributor in some way to the society, it's not going to happen the day they walk out the door at 21. No. No. That starts together when they're three years old, yeah. four years old. And so, and, honey, you want to just cover like, oh, then what makes, yeah. what are the components? Bonus of the yeah. parenting plan. Well, and as you're saying that, I'm thinking, well, you, you can't have a respectful, honest child if you're stabbing each other in the back right. and throwing each other under the bus. Like, that's what your child's going to see, and that's, the, that's what they're going to see modeled and do. So you want common values, common expectations, common consequences, you know, common rewards. Like, are, you know, I had one mom and dad that were co-parenting, and they were not on the same page, and one parent gave that child an expensive vehicle Bef- mm. like a year or two before they ever turned 16. It was almost like, I'm going to trump you. I'm going to get ahead of you. I'm going to show them I'm the loving parent. Man, that was just not healthy. Yeah, man. That, <laughs> and, and then then we put the child in. And so this goes takes us into number three, mm-hmm. okay? The yeah. child, please hear us on this because sometimes I think when people hear this, they're thinking we're saying something really bad about mm. their kid or our kid or whatever. And we're saying you have to know the number three here we're talking about your child is in their nature a selfish, very selfish individual. Okay. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean they're not a great kid, people. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're, they're thinking about themselves first. And so you have to think what would be best for our family? And if we can get both spouses, whether they're in the same home or not, to say, what would be the best thing for our family? Mm -hmm. Then, hon, that idea about what kind of car Mm -hmm. or when we should get the phone for the kid. Mm -hmm. Now we are saying, well, the best thing for our family is unity. Yeah. If yep. we can have unity so that yep. we're all coming together and we're not fighting each other. And yeah. so the idea of, of us taking the child out mm-hmm. of the manipulation uh, piece here, because yeah. whether the ch- whether we use the child to manipulate against the other spouse, the ex, mm-hmm. or whether the children uses one of us yes. to manipulate to get their yeah. way. Either way, I have to be really quick to recognize, is there manipulation going on here? Yeah. And is that good for our family? Let's take example, the, the phone, okay? You can start with a dream or a wish. Like I would, I would love, it's really important to me that I communicate with my child every week. And so if that's your dream, if that's your mm-hmm. wish or desire in this co-parenting, okay? It doesn't mean you have to give the eight-year-old their own cell phone, right. okay? And maybe you're saying, well, they're using it against me. They won't let me talk to the child, okay? Well, bring the dream or the wish into the the conversation and say, this is why I'm giving him a phone. Mm -hmm. And so maybe you can compromise and say, well, I don't think we should give him a phone, but I'm willing to let them use mine every Wednesday to Mm -hmm. talk to you. A lot of times the phone thing is Uh, I have to give them a phone because I, with their, with their other parent, mm -hmm. I don't trust that everything's okay over there. Yeah, And that's, Mm -hmm. again, like that could be legitimate, right? And if that's legitimate, usually the court should be involved because we have mm-hmm. some level of supervision or concern going on. And so, mm-hmm. uh, but if that's the point, we have to come together and say, listen, then I want to be able to call at any time and mm-hmm. call your phone mm-hmm. and speak with our child, mm-hmm. right? So, so again, don't let um, that whole idea of, well, we have to do it because I don't trust the, within the reason, ex. within yeah. reason, because I've seen that go to the other extreme. Yeah. Like you're in the middle of, yeah. uh, you know, a baseball game and the other parents calling you like, I demand to talk to him right, right. now. 
And so we got to be reasonable about it. And, and here's number four, is that our goal is to strive toward equal time, that, you know, we want to do whatever you can to work toward healthy co-parenting where both parents have and both all the family members that have influence and, you know, authority over the child have an opportunity to speak and influence that child in a healthy way. But the goal is healthy. Yeah, yeah. I want to add something to that, hun, just because you mentioned a word that I actually feel like, man, that hits it right on the head. Strive for equal but flexible. You mentioned Mm, the word flexible Mm -hmm. time. Guys, if you are going to be rigid, and let Mm. me tell you, we deal with rigidity because (laughs) uh, this is where the the, the X's are so much at each other's throat that Mm. they say, well, then fine, we're only going to go Mm -hmm. by the parenting guidelines of the state. Mm And that sounds really good on paper until life happens. Mm-hmm. And then when life happens, we go, oh, my gosh, but my my in-laws or mm-hmm. my aunt or my grandma's coming in for this yeah. visit, and we haven't seen her in forever. Mm-hmm. And, and we're like, oh, well, there's mm-hmm. no flexibility for you. I'm sorry. This is my day. <laughs> yeah. and, and as all this does is create tension. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, the, the flexible time that Linda is saying is that, generally speaking, if mm-hmm. I was going to do three days one week at dad's and four days one week at mom's, then the next week it would reverse mm-hmm. that and do the four and three to dad and then to mom. And, and the reason, guys, here's the reason for that is it puts both parents in very equal positions of responsibility yes. and obligation to the jobs and chores of raising a kid. Mm-hmm. What we find is that typically the old 80-20, which is common in mm-hmm. our state, was mm-hmm. that 80% of the time the kid is with mom, I'll just say in this case, and 20% with dad. And that usually mm-hmm. that 20% happened to be a the weekend. Yeah. And so dad's not working with schoolwork no. typically. Uh, he says, man, I only have the kids for a day and a half, essentially. So yeah. we're going to go out and have some fun. We're going to right. a movie, going to the park. And so uh, that puts dad in a different light. Mm-hmm. And that's not a good light, not right. a good light in the long haul. All right? right. So that we strive closer to that 50-50 so that especially right. that we can share that school yeah. and that routine and that mundane part of life that really is the biggest part of life. Yeah, good point, hon. And I've heard that so many times where especially the mom feels like I'm the bad guy. I'm the enforcer. Mm. And dad Dad's just the fun guy, right? Yeah. I get to go do fun things with dad. And so, yes, when possible, equal, healthy, flexible time allows both parents to be in that role of yep. disciplinarian and homework and rules and things like that. So that's just helpful. Yeah. Number five, never talk bad mm. about your ex or their other parent, their mom or their dad in front of those kids, mm-hmm. right? That attitude does nothing but hurt your kid. Remember, that kid is still thinking of their parent as a hero. And when you start to paint a dark picture and you start to do these things, there's something that frequently walks in our office, a case of called parent parent alienation. (laughs) And you might not, well, I would never do that. And the fact that you would... If if mom and I've got an eight-year-old child and mom has a sweeter relationship because she spends a little more time with the kiddo and stuff, and mom is in the habit of, of kind of bashing and talking bad about dad, that in itself right there is planting a seed of alienation. Mm-hmm. It makes the kid more critical to say, I don't know if I feel safe around dad. All right. Mm-hmm. And so the idea here is that child needs a mom and a dad, a healthy mm-hmm. mom and dad. Let's mm-hmm. be clear, a healthy mm-hmm. mom and dad. But the idea that we never are going to talk bad about our ex in mm-hmm. front of those kids. Yep. Yep. And so um, I understand you've been hurt 
there, there's a reason why you're not together. And so get help for that because this unforgiveness that you're holding on, this resentment, this bitterness, it leaks out your pores. It leaks out your look, the ruling of the eyes, the tone of your voice, mm. the little snarky comments you make like, oh, it's about time he shows up or, mm. oh, yeah, sure, he's the fun guy, you know, anything like that. And I've heard it so many times. Um, and they're like, I'm not bitter. Oh, oh, okay. I've let go of that. Sure you have. And so please, please get some help for you. Because that is poison for not only just you, but your child as well. And they pick up on that and they start repeating that and they start having that. And maybe that's what you want. Maybe you want to have dad be hated or mom be hated or grandma be hated or whatever it is. But that's not healthy in the long run. Please, please do whatever you can to nip it in the bud. All right. Yeah. So one of the things about the communication, if we are having a difficult time talking with our spouse, mm-hmm. our ex uh, concerning the child, and maybe the text messages go kind of south on mm-hmm. us or the tone is not good, um, you, there are all kinds of common sharing apps that become very, uh, the courts use them. One of them is in our area, we use Our Family Wizard. Mm-hmm. And people, you know, at first they don't like it, but then they do kind of like it because it be makes the whole conversation very transparent. And the reason why that's important is it's just general accountability, Mm -hmm. right? And so if if we're concerned about how messages are being taken and and then we get hurt and then we start wanting to talk bad you know use a use somebody else to help you or Mm -hmm. an app in this case to help you kind of buffer what it is that you're going to say sure sure the sixth one is stability stability and predictability oh i'm telling you your children desperately desperately need that it's bad enough they have two homes to navigate now and two households and rules and things like that so as much as you can please keep it predictable and stable And you mentioned flexible, which, Mm -hmm. you know, the kids need to learn flexibility, that things adjust when necessary. But for the most part, there's a routine. You go to bed at the same place or not the same place, the (laughs) same time in Mm -hmm. both houses. It's not eight o'clock at mom's, but man, at dad's, I can stay up to 11. That's not healthy for the kids. You may think you get to be the cool dad, but you really create very instability for your child and in the long run, super unhealthy. And that is so important Mm -hmm. because... Uh, sometimes I think uh, we all like a break in routine, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Christmas break coming Vacation, so we yeah. can sleep in a little bit. But what we find over the long haul is that uh, the lack of routine causes a lack of stability mm-hmm. and the lack of stability causes an insecurity in kids. Yes. Uh, everything from uh, I'm not getting good sleep now. I don't want to know mm-hmm. what I'm doing tomorrow. And so these routines and these mm. predictable um, ways of living are so important. And so you got to get on the same page. You know, yeah. if bedtime is at eight in one house, then you got to make it around eight in the other house, mm-hmm. right? If, if you're not allowed to have this kind of um, food in one mm-hmm. house, you know, you could talk about that. What would it look in my house? Mm-hmm. Again, we, we don't, this is where the flexibility comes, right? I've had yeah. people say, well, in our house, we're vegetarian. Yeah. And then in my house, we eat pizzas yeah. and burgers yeah. or whatever. You know, we got to use some common sense. Yeah. What? would be best for our family here yeah for sure and and please mom and dad as much as you can try to create this in a a healthy way where you're unified because your kids are just going to benefit from it okay the last point guys Mm. this has been really spread throughout everything we've talked about today get help 
Mm. Get help, whether it's in the communication, whether it's in setting up the values, get help, especially where you need it, where you have an area where you're fumbling. Mm -hmm. Uh, This could be mediation. It could be coaching, like what Linda and I do here at Rock Solid. Get yourself some help, somebody that is not emotionally attached. And so this is not where you bring in your mom. (laughs) Okay. This is where you get somebody who, listen, Linda and I can actually help set you your family up better than you can in most mm-hmm. cases only because we don't know all of the the emotional baggage and we go well uh, here's what 50 50 would look like mm-hmm. or here's what uh, rules would look like or whatever and so get that help to get mm-hmm. that neutral uh, emotionally stable uh, mediation yeah and again we may not know all the situation there may be some abuse, addiction, you know, very unhealthy dynamics that have to be protected from our kiddos. We dealt with that through the foster care system. But as much as it was possible, we worked toward reconciliation and unification for the benefit of the children. And so that was our goal because we knew that was healthy at all possible with their families. So please get some help. We would love to talk to you at Rock Solid Families. You can go to rocksolidfamilies.org or you can reach out to us at 812-576-ROCK. That's 812-576-7625. Let's bring this all down to Mm. why this matters. Mm. Guys, uh, we need to be mindful of the fruit that we are mm. producing as parents, because this is not about whether we are making somebody happy this moment. Mm. This is about what is this next generation going to look like? Mm-hmm. And so us having all of these differences and grievances against each other at this time mm. of, of parenting these young kids, is that going to create a person that is not going to be as Mm. solid to be in relationships and be a parent themselves someday. And so we're talking about raising healthy fruit so that the fruit of the next generation Mm. is going to be solid. So important, hon, because what walks in our door Mm -hmm. are folks dealing with anxiety, depression, anger, addiction because Mm. of unresolved hurt and struggles and instability in their home growing up with parents who were in addiction or divorcing or whatever. So please, please do this right and get past the hurt, get some help for the hurt. I'm not saying Mm -hmm. you weren't hurt or betrayed, but there is something better for you and your family. Yeah, Galatians 6, Mm. 7 through 10, it says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap Mm. destruction. Whoever sows to please please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. This is that whole idea of what are we producing, right, Mm -hmm. moving forward. And when that first sentence says, God cannot be mocked, his way, he's the one who designed how this whole family operation is going to go, guys. Mm -hmm. And so when you try to mock his way, when you say, I don't really care, I'm going to do it my own way, that is mocking him. That is basically looking at him and say, we we think we know better than you. And I also would warn you, if you have been in a very destructive, hostile relationship, stop pointing the finger. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible says to stop looking at the speck in your partner's eye when there's a gigantic plank in your own eye. And sometimes we have to look in the mirror. And even if your partner or your ex will not come around the table to do some mediation, you get help yep. because there's probably things you're doing or could be doing that could help the situation, even if your partner won't come around the table. Yeah. The big uh, disclaimer on all of this is 
if you if your ex is somebody who is known abusive, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if they're destructive, if they have addiction issues, yeah. then all of this is needs to be put to the back, right? We have to protect the yes. kids first, yes. okay? And so I'm not, we're not saying, mm-hmm. well, you should let my kid go with their father who's a severe mm-hmm. alcoholic and who gets drunk and blacks mm-hmm. out. On, no, that's not what we're saying, okay? We're looking, always looking at healthy individuals, right. all right? But there's some people who have have some unhealthy things in their past yeah they have gotten help for Mm -hmm. they are actively working the program and and it's time it's time to start coming around the table and working on rebuilding trust even if it was broken because of what someone else did okay that unforgiveness those memories are going to eat you alive and going to destroy the healthiness of your family all right let's wrap it up we want to thank maxwell construction casey's outdoor solutions and our new sponsor hoosier ice house for coming Mm -hmm. alongside of rock solid families podcast thank you guys for your help we also want to thank all of you listeners Mm -hmm. out there as we have just continued to grow and and just uh, hopefully hopefully do good work uh, for our community and all of you that are listening. We want to thank you guys. So do us a favor when you hear these shows, pass them on, share them with others. Give us five-star ratings just to help us come up in the search engines. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening to the Rock Solid Families podcast, building a stronger community, one family at a time. Make it a great day. Rock Solid Families wants to thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions for sponsoring the Rock Solid Families podcast. Casey's has grown to be one of the largest and most unique garden centers and gift shops in the Cincinnati Tri-State area. Whether you are looking to take on that next landscape project or simply add a little home decor to your house, Casey's has you covered. Located at 21481 State Line Road, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Call them today at 812-537-3800. Let Casey's help you add beauty to your home.